On today's episode of the Teacher's Lounge, we talked with Ms. Sullivan about classroom organization, and we also talked about how you can encourage your students to take ownership of the classroom that they're in every single day. Welcome to the Teacher's Lounge. Um, today we're talking with Ms. Sullivan uh, about classroom organization. Her classroom is an impeccable version of color, organization, detail. It's really kind of awe-inspiring when you walk in here. So I guess just from the start, where does this inspiration come from? Is this you're just making it all up on the fly? Or are you pulling this from other people? Um, some of it is just comes from my brain. Um, okay. But a lot of it also is from inspiration I've seen from other teachers, okay. um, whether from social media or classrooms I've been in throughout the years during internships, things mm. like that. Um, my color-coded library came from a teacher whose classroom I was in when I'd visit back home for the summers from college. Hmm. She told me she library had um, her library had fiction and nonfiction books in different colors. So the kids can differentiate um, huh. fiction versus nonfiction when they're learning what kind of books are which genre. So does each part of the classroom have like a theme to it? Um, not a theme, but things are a certain way. I mean, obviously, like, this, the colors in the cubbies are just, mm -hmm. like, a color-coded just because I like those colors. But, yeah, the library does. Um, not much else is, like, specific color-coded besides, like, folders. Okay. Um, are there points, like, during the school year you think, I liked the way it was, now we need to change it? Like, is there a lot of change that happens in your room throughout the course of the year? Oh, there's a lot of change that happens, like, daily. Like, I'm like, I, I did this yesterday. I don't really like this anymore. Like, this is totally not working. Like, let's change it up. And they're like, okay. And I'm like, I'm just, I just didn't like it. Like, okay. I'm just honest with them. Like, yeah, not a fan. Like, and so we'll just, like, change it up. And they know, like, what it is. Like, sometimes we'll try, like, a even, like, behavior incentive. And it doesn't work. I'm just like, no. They're like, what happened to it? I'm like, it just really wasn't working. I'll explain why. And they're like, okay. We'll try something else. Like, just being, like, upfront and honest with them, like, helps, like, yeah. With all that, for sure. So do they get excited when there's changes in the classroom, too? I would say they do, but they also really like routine and structure. Like, so they're very, like, two sides to the story. Like, mm. the change is good, but they you can see when they get to know the routines, it helps them a lot as well. Okay. So. Um, now, is there – is stuff set up a certain way? Like, I just look and I see, like, you've got your standard schedule on the whiteboard. You have your champ on your whiteboard. You have – Calendar is set up for a certain day, mm -hmm. days of the week, month. Is there kind of a science that goes behind it, or is it just let's make it look as appealing as possible? Um, I know in the beginning, our school, since we all use champs, we do put our champs on the board on the left side, but I do the standards on the right side. That's just something I put there this year. I have it at the top, but I just want to try something different. Okay. Um, you make it bigger. And then the calendar area, I kind of put it with the math because the numbers, the number sense they teach them with. Okay. goes more with our math than, like, the ELA board or yeah. the writing. How long does it take you from summer vacations winding down to the first day of school? How long does that process take to get your classroom the way you want it? The way I do it is when I leave school for the summer, I know where everything's going, and we're not required to take everything completely off shelves if we're coming back. Our bulletin boards we can keep up as long as they're covered. So a lot of the stuff – stays pretty intact during okay. the summer but the first time when I walked in the room there was it was crazy it was a brand new school there was just desks thrown randomly how they organized it there was nothing anywhere everything was in random spots I think all the shelves were in the middle of the room so that took me a good week to like 
figure out how I wanted everything organized and set up for students to be able to use. And I've kind of kept that set up pretty similar um, throughout the three years. So what's that feeling like when you walk in? It's just chaos. Because as organized as everything is in here, I would imagine that's not <laughs> something you're looking forward to. When you walk in, it's, it's just death It's a challenge. Similar. I definitely see it as a challenge. Like I come in and like that's like my, that's all I can focus on until it's like better. Like that's it. Like I'm like, no, it has to be. First I'll like do the library or I'll do this. I had to choose like a task okay. and then complete that fully and then move on to the next. But I don't like leaving it as a mess. Like even the kids know like daily, the room, they leave it the way they want to see it when they come in. Like, okay. They so we are really sad. So they actually kind of take responsibility for the organization of the room. Oh, absolutely! Like I, they know, like even if the desks are like crooked, like that is like if they just stop caring, the room can easily turn to like a mess, and that really distracts them because then they're tripping over desks, they're tripping mm. on chairs, and those little distractions like end up taking up a lot of time because then they're hurt, they're crying, they're mad that someone let their chair out, and. So trying to keep them in the mindset of keeping their space organized and neat when we are in the classroom with this many students um, is super important. And I even have those kids who go above and beyond. I'll go to my marker board up at the whiteboard, and they are in rainbow order. And I did not teach them that. I did not require that. So I'm just like, okay. So usually it's ready for me in rainbow order every morning. But that's so You teach second grade. Yes. That's what, six, seven years old? Seven, eight. Okay, seven, yes. eight. When I was that age, there was no chance I cared about where stuff was organized. And is mm -hmm. that something that you kind of work with the first week of school? Or is that we something? We work on it a lot. It's definitely like changing their mindset of mm. like my space needs to be neat and easily accessible. So they know their desk should be clean and neat. Like if you look around the desk, they don't have like stuff falling out. Mm. I don't like it when it looks like a teenager's bedroom. Just like <laughs> everything's crammed in there. Papers are ripped. They know that if they see things like our mess, it just gets taken to the garbage because it's distracting. It falls out. People end up – it's knocked out. People take – it just causes issues. So they know they have to keep track of their stuff and make sure their space looks nice, and it helps keep everyone safe and them ready to learn. So that's what we say. So once everybody kind of gets in the rhythm of keeping it organized, are kids kind of policing each other? Yes. They'll be like, there's stuff everywhere on their desk. Or like, I'll like look and the whole desk is on the floor. I'm like, what is happening? They're like, it was a mess. We had to reorganize <laughs> this. Or like, they really do help monitor each other and help make sure like, oh, we need to make sure this looks nice. Your chair is not pushed in. Or they'll push chair in when they walk by wow. instead of like jumping over it if I didn't. So like, it probably help. to them feels like it's their classroom too. Oh yeah. I was like, I was like this is not my classroom. It's not just my classroom. This is our classroom. They know, like, they'll say, like, this is our classroom. We need to keep it safe. I'm like, Miss Anita, um, our custodian, I was like, her job is not to come in and take care of yours. Her job is just to vacuum the little things yeah. that are left or do whatever. But your job is to make sure the classroom looks nice and neat. This is, like, your home when you're here. You're here mm -hmm. more than you're at your house. You're not going to leave it a mess. So. How important is that organization throughout the course of a day? Because you have them for eight hours? I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, so day. they come in at 7.30, and driveline will end around, like, 4. So how so. important is that organization to make sure in that time frame that you have them all day? That I find it super important only because it helps things flow easier and quicker. They can go from point A to point B without, like, oh, let's take 10 minutes uh, to tuck in everyone's chair. Like, it just kind of, like, becomes a part of our day. Yeah. And instead of stopping for those things, it just becomes, like, okay, let's do it. And we don't really have to, like, take specific times unless it's, like, a – end of a quarter and we're doing like a huge like cubby cleanup but they know like 
keep things pretty well organized. So do you guys, you said your quarterly cubby clean out. Yeah, so a lot of times at the end of the quarter, um, we will make sure that their folders have the right things in them. Um, more specifically writing, which we use the folders for, mm-hmm. that their topics are what the unit we're doing <laughs> and not from like the first unit. Like that should have been sent home like first quarter. Um, but we do that. We make sure their folders are nice and neat. They know that um, we get a lot of tours that come in here, so they know that mm-hmm. a lot of people want to see our room and see what it's like, and you're welcoming these visitors into your home. You don't want to seem like we don't respect our space. So we talk a lot about keeping our room clean as a form mm-hmm. of showing respect for mm-hmm. where we are, where we learn. Not every um, child is lucky enough to learn in classrooms that look like this, and they know that we mm-hmm. talk about it, how they're really lucky for the classrooms that we have, and we have to respect that. So hmm. I mean, if you look, look, look at their desk, like... Yeah, like that's... And I don't monitor that. Like, yeah. Do you have them clean out like their desks quarterly too? No, they just do it on their own. Like when they know it's a mess, and if I walk by, I'm just like, mm, no, like, <laughs> or like I'll just like point to their copy. I'm like 15, and they're just like, <laughs> like they just not like it. They no. I remember myself like in elementary school, and like it was a big deal. I think we did it maybe each semester or quarterly. We had to clear out our desk. And the stuff I would find in there, oh, my goodness. Like No, see, I was the kid where, like, we had, like, binder homework. checks. And my teacher, I was like, here's my binder. I was like, she's like, oh, you're good. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I already gave 100. I'm like, I didn't even turn it in. <laughs> she's like, I already know you got 100. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy and proud of it. Like, So were you this organized as a student, too? Yes. Like, each subject had a binder. Oh, yeah, color-coded. Like, I just needed to be organized. Like, it helps run life. That probably explains why... My grades often reflected my lack of <laughs> organization. It's six months after the fact, the class ended. It's like, oh, there was my homework for that, for that math class I had. <laughs> yeah, no, but the kids know. Like, and we even do um, the way we turn in like spelling quizzes. They make mm. it like a game where like I will call, I start and say, okay, start my timer, and they have to go number order without talking to pay attention to see, and they'll turn their papers in number order like within like. One minute and thirty seconds. What is number order? Is that like so? Each kid has a number, so it just helps with like filing. Um, so like based on their last name. Okay. And so they know like they'll just go and they'll have to turn their paper in in order correctly in order to get like a point. So do they do that same type of they're policing themselves if eleven cuts ten? Yeah, they'll be like ten, 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 go ten. (laughs) Ten, it's your turn. And they're like, come on. But they're like now, so the talk shows ten, gone. So it's like super funny, but yeah, they know like, and they're just like. That is crazy to me. Like, I think, like, I mean, I'm 31 now, and I still can't be organized. And they're in second grade, and they're able to handle doing things in a correct order by based by their number, and it's a collective. Like, how many students do you have in your class? 29. And the fact that they can all do that, all 29 of them is... Yeah, we definitely have some friends who need extra support, but that's going to be normal. <laughs> but um, we also know that, like, coats on the floor is, like, a huge danger since, like, this walking space is not very... There's not too much walking space between them, and the mm. cubby area gets a mess if they start leaving their coats on the floor. They know if a coat's on the floor, it goes right to lost and found. Whoever sees it takes it to lost and found. So they, like, will make sure that their stuff's, like, on the hooks because it, the, if the whole backpack's on the floor, the whole thing goes to lost and found. Holy cow. Because it's dangerous, and they yeah. know. Like, they just – a lot of times they'll just, like, throw it and, like – so it's just like, That's no. amazing. Because I've been in classrooms before where coats are everywhere, bags no. are everywhere. And it's, and I've often thought, how do teachers kind of combat that issue? It almost sounds like just changing their mindset and getting them to police themselves is the best way to do it. Exactly. And like once they kind of get in the mindset, like, oh, my coat cannot go to Lost and Found again. Um, <laughs> and they always get it. Like I let them get it. But yeah. they just, it's kind of like that, like, oh, 
Because I say, if you're not going to respect the code, it's going to go to Lost and Found, and eventually they donate the code. They donate it. Yeah. I'm like, it's going to go to someone who's respecting it. You're mm. not respecting it if you're leaving it on the floor. <laughs> Your parents will not want you leaving this coat. And kids walking, they walk on it. Yeah. They step on it. They trip on it. <laughs> I'm just like, no. So yeah. it's kind of, again, the mindset of, like, being responsible for their own stuff. Because yeah. they didn't buy it. They don't understand. Like, oh, I had to take responsibility for it. Like, mm. so it kind of is getting them that mindset of, like, oh, ownership over my stuff. Like, take care of it. So this organization, this putting um, the responsibility on the students, is this stuff you've learned? Did you learn this in college? Did you figure it out on the fly? Because you've um, been teaching for, what, three years? Three years. Okay. I think a lot of it is just kind of, like, things that I've, like, adapted okay. myself throughout the years. It's kind of based okay. on, like, how I am as a teacher, like, what I want, the ki- what I think is important for the kids to mm. um, do in the classroom. Because I feel like a lot of the classroom management is, like, what your what, like, bothers you, you want to, mm. like, combat that yeah not every teacher is bothered by the room being messy some people yeah. don't care at all like if they, oh that'd be me and so it doesn't matter so to them the focus on that doesn't make a difference like for like their mental sanity every day in the classroom yeah. but for me like having the room being organized helps me as a teacher run the classroom better hmm. and work through the day it's funny you say that because i've heard different people have told me that a classroom takes on the personality of the it, teacher yes it does you can tell a personality of a teacher by walking into a classroom but the teacher wasn't there you could tell the teacher's type A. You could tell the teacher's type B. You could tell what values are important to the teachers based on what they're teaching the kids. Ex- absolutely. So you're saying if you have a sub in Miss Sullivan's class on a Wednesday and somebody walks in, kids are still doing that? It depends on the sub. Okay. <laughs> if, if they know the sub, yeah. they're more willing to follow um, like the expectations for the classroom. Okay. But I have – no, like seriously, like I was out sick for like four days one day. Mm-hmm. Um and I came in on Sunday. I never do. I'm like, my room's going to be a mess. It's going to be a disaster. I don't even know. I didn't even get to organize the materials for next week. It's going to be a disaster. I came in and I was like, where are all the materials? It's like, great. It's like, they're on the floor. They burned. They're in the garbage. <laughs> I looked and I had a student take every single paper, figure out what day of the week it was going to be for the next week, and put them in the correct drawers for my Holy teacher cow. drawers. And then wrote me a list of all the kids who weren't following expectations and left it on my desk. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so it was hilarious. But yeah, she organized everything completely wow. into the correct drawer Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, and was ready. And she changed out the workshop stations for me. Holy cow. And I have kids know how to change out the workshop stations. They know, like, okay, we need to change this out. I'll put the materials away. We need to put these ones in. So. So do you think organization and classroom management go hand in hand? Yes, because I think that the kids become. They realize, oh, this is not just Miss Sullivan's classroom. I had to listen to her because, like, she's, like, this is her room. That's it. Yeah. Like, this is, like, our space. Like, we work hmm. together. Like, it's more of, like, builds a lot of respect and, like, teamwork. Like, I'm not just going to be picking up your stuff. And that's <laughs> not my job. Like, this is our space. We work together. We pick it up. Like, if you walk by a book, pick it up because even if it's not your book, the mindset is this is our whole classroom. We got to take care of it together. Hmm. Um, but I think it helps build that relationship piece definitely a lot. Is that something you think you get better each year? I would say so, yes, okay. because it's kind of like figuring out, and those people who want to be like mini teachers, I let them. Yeah. Like, they come in, like, I have kids <laughs> help with homework. I know they get serious when they get my teacher pens, and they're like, you did not, com- you missed a question on your homework, and I'm just like, oh, they got you. Like, <laughs> they love it, and they take, I'm like, I want to help, like, build that passion with yeah. them, and, like, they run with it. Hmm. So how impressed do you think three years ago Miss Sullivan would be with her classroom today? Because if it is building each year, then... Yeah. I, like, am proud of, like, how the relationships build each year. I feel like 
it helps. You just, like, kind of learn, like, kind of get in a groove with things, yeah. like, how to build those relationships. Not that, like, they're bad the first year, but it's become, you realize, like, what makes more meaningful relationships. Yeah. Like, in China, like, it's kind of like co-teaching. A lot of times, like, they help each other. They mm. I help them. So it's not, like, just me up at the front of the room, like, all day. Like, And I can't imagine that's something that happens quickly at the start of a new school year. I mean, no, you have it takes a kids. while. Yeah. A lot of repetition, a lot of practice, going over it. Like, they say the expectations over and over. If they're not following it, they have to say, what was the expectation? Why is that the expectation? <laughs> and they're responsible for themselves. They're responsible for their groups. Like, they know, like, it just keeps going over. You just have to keep going over and over it. So are other teachers envious of your classroom? I don't know. It's evidence. I feel like everyone, it's just, like, your room is, like, your space and, okay. like, personalized to you. So even though, like, maybe I have bright colors, mm-hmm. I know teachers who are like, no. I can't do bright colors. This is not me. I don't feel myself. Mm. I feel like what's most important is that your classroom reflects who you are. And like you said, the class kind of adopts to mm-hmm. what the teacher's like. And you can see that, like how the kids act. And if the teacher's comfortable like in their space, the kids will be comfortable. Because mm. if the teacher's like stressed out and doesn't like, like it's like, this is not me. It's like I'm not comfortable. The kids will feel the same way and act the same way. How important is that level of comfort to learning? I think it's super comfortable. Um, in order to be a teacher, you need to have, like, that comfort in your classroom that the kids feel comfortable. Because mm. it makes the day not seem like, oh, I'm just sitting here, like, yeah. all day. Like, oh, this is kind of like a second home to them. Like, they, mm. I've had kids like, oh, the day went by so quick. Like, it's going by so fast. <laughs> Eight hours later. Like, they just start seeing, like, oh, school's not just, like, a separate, like, I'm going to sit there in school. It's so boring. Like, mm-hmm. it just becomes, like, oh, it's like a second home. Like, just like our family here. My family home, my family at school. Like, mm-hmm. It's funny you say that because, I mean, there's obviously there's books written on this. There's different people you talk to. Everybody has got their own way of doing it. But how you're making these connections in an effort to stimulate learning. And it sounds like organization and letting them kind of police themselves is the way in Miss Sullivan's class. Yeah. And I feel like just being, I don't know, I'm very, like, goofy with them and just, like, not very, like, I'm just, like, myself with them. I feel yeah. that's super important. Not just kind of, like, putting on, like, a teacher hat. Like, it's just me. Like, yeah. I'm just, like. Like, I'll goop around with them. Like, they know, like... And so it's just kind of making them comfortable. It's them seeing you as, like, a real person. Yeah. And then you seeing them as a real person. They're like, oh, like, okay. And they'll work hard. How important is that authenticity? Very important. Okay. Because the kids can tell. Yeah. so easy if you're faking it. <laughs> like, so easy. Like, I goof around a lot with them. It's just, like, how we, we roll. Like, sometimes I was, like, pop up behind them and, like, ah. And they're like reading, and they're like, ah. like, you didn't scare me this time. And they like, love it. Like, that, it's just like, yeah. if I try to do it to me, like, it's just like times like that. And That's it's like, fun. goofing around. Which, like, which is funny because I think we all can remember a teacher that we've had in our life that you didn't have that relationship with. And yeah. you remember the teacher negatively, but you don't really remember anything you learned. Exactly. You can't take the day is like long, but you can't take it like too seriously. And the kids, if the kids are taking too seriously, they get so stressed out, they're not learning yeah. anything. Just kind of have to have fun with it. And so where's your go-to place to get classroom supplies? Is it Target? Um, no, classroom supply. Like, like to set actually, up the classroom. Oh, really good stuff. Yeah. That's where I get a lot of my um, stuff because they have, like, really bright colors mm. and they have, like, stuff that's sturdy and lasts a long time. Is that a national chain? Really good stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it's a really great – they have a website, okay. social media pages. But, yeah, their stuff, like, lasts a while. Like, I haven't had to replace, like, many bins. One kid okay. fell into a whole bin. But that's <laughs> – Fell, fell into, into the library. Bin. Yeah. Fell into the library. <laughs> Might have been a cartwheel. But besides that, their stuff holds up really well. Hmm, okay. Because it is, it is a barrage of bright colors and organization yes. here. 
Well, thank you, Miss Sullivan. Yes, this was no helpful. Problem. This is very Thanks insightful, too.